Hey everybody, so I am back to read another story in the book Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales from the Brothers Grimm. And uh, this is the 13th story titled The Three Little Men in the Wood. Uh, this will be interesting for me to read out loud because... There are so many characters in this, um, so this will be interesting for my voice. Uh, but here that goes. <clears throat> there was once a man whose wife died, and a woman whose husband died. And the man had a daughter, and the woman also had a daughter. The girls were acquainted with each other and went out walking together, and afterwards came to the woman in her house. Then she said to the man's daughter, Listen, tell your father that I would like to marry him, and then you shall wash yourself in milk every morning and drink wine. But my own daughter shall wash herself in water and drink water. The girl went home and told her father what the woman had said. And the man said, What shall I do? Marriage is a joy and also a torment. At that length, at length, as he could come to no decision, he pulled off his boot and said, Take this boot. It has a hole in the sole of it. Go with it up to the loft. Hang it in. Hang it on the big nail, and then pour the water into it. If it holds the water, then I will again take a wife. But if it runs through, I will not. The girl did as she was ordered, but the water drew the hole together, and the boot became full to the top. She informed her father how it turned out, then he himself went up, and when he saw that she was right, he went to the widow and wooed her, and the wedding was celebrated. The next morning, when the two girls got up, there stood before the man's daughter milk for her to wash and, and wine for her to drink. But before the woman's daughter stood water to wash herself with and water for drinking. On the second morning stood milk for washing and wine for drinking before the man's daughter, as well as water before the woman's daughter. And on the third morning stood water for washing and water for drinking before the man's daughter, and milk for washing and wine for drinking before the woman's daughter. And so it continued. The woman became bitterly unkind to her stepdaughter, and day by day did her best to treat her still worse. She was also envious because her stepdaughter was beautiful and lovable and her own daughter ugly and repulsive. Once in winter, when everything was frozen as hard as a stone and hill and vale lay covered with snow, the woman made a frock of paper, called her stepdaughter and said, Here, put on this dress and go out into the wood and fetch me a little basket of strawberries. I have a fancy for some. 
Good heavens! said the girl. No strawberries grow in winter. The ground is frozen, and besides, the snow has covered everything. And why am I to go in this paper frock? It is so cold outside that one's very breath freezes. The wind will blow through the frock, and the thorns will tear it off my body. Will you contradict me again? Said the stepmother. See that you go and do not show your face again until you have the basket full of strawberries. Then she gave her a little piece of hard bread and said, "This will last you the day." And and thought, "You will die of cold and hunger outside and will never be seen again by me." Then the maiden was obedient and put on the paper frock and went out with the basket. Far and wide there was nothing but snow and not a green blade to be seen. When she got into the wood, she saw a small house out of which peeped three elves. She wished them good day and knocked modestly at the door. They cried, "Come in!" And she entered the room and seated herself on the bench by the stove. Where she began to warm herself and eat her breakfast, the elf said, "Give us to some of it." Willingly, she said, and willingly she said, divided her bit of bread in two and gave them the half. They asked, "What are you doing in the forest in the winter time in your thin dress?" Ah, she answered, "I am to look for a basket full of strawberries and." I'm not to go home until I can take them with me. When she had eaten her bread, they gave her a broom and said, "Sweep away the snow at the back of the door with it." But, but when she was outside, the three little men said to each other, "What shall we give her, as she is so good and has shared her bread with us?" Then said the first.、Mm. My gift is that she shall every day grow more beautiful. The second said, "My gift is that gold pieces shall fall out of her mouth every time she speaks." The third said, "My gift is that a king shall come and take her as wife." The the girl, however, did as the little men had bidden her, swept away the snow behind the little house with the broom, and what did she find but real ripe strawberries? Which came up quite dark red out of the snow. <clears throat> In her joy, she hastily gathered her basket full, thanked the little men, shook hands with each of them, and ran home to take her stepmother what she had longed for so much. When she went in and said good evening, a piece of gold at once fell from her mouth. Thereupon, she related what happened. To her in the wood, but with every word she spoke, gold pieces fell from her mouth. Until very soon, the whole room was covered with them. Now look at her arrogance! cried the stepsister. Now look at her arrogance! cried the stepsister. To throw about gold in that way, but she was secretly envious of it and wanted to go into the forest also to seek strawberries. The mother said, "No, my dear little daughter, it is too cold. You might die of cold." However, as her daughter let her have no peace, the mother at last yielded, made her a magnificent dress of fur, which she 
obliged to put on and gave her bread and butter and cake to take with her. The girl went into the forest and straight up to the little house. The three little elves peeped out again, but she did not greet them. And without looking round at them, without speaking to them, she went awkwardly into the room, seated herself by the stove, and began to eat her bread and butter and cake. Give us some of it, cried the little men, but she replied, there, There's not enough for myself, so how can I give it away to other people? When she had finished eating, they said, There's a broom for you. Sweep all clean for us outside by the back door. Huh. Um, sweep for yourselves, she answered. I am not your servant. When she saw that they were not going to give her anything, she went out by the door. And the little men said to each other, what shall we give her? She is so naughty and has a wicked, envious heart that will never let her do a good deed for anyone. The first said, I grant that she may grow uglier every day. The second said, I grant that every word she says a toad shall spring out of her mouth. The third said, I grant that she may die a miserable death. The maiden looked for strawberries outside, but as she found none, she went angrily home. And when she opened her mouth and was about to tell her mother what had happened to her in the wood, with every word she said, a toad sprang out of her mouth, so that everyone was seized with horror of her. Then the stepmother was still more enraged and thought of nothing but how to do every possible injury to the man's daughter, whose beauty, however, grew daily greater. At length she took a cauldron, set it on the fire, and boiled yarn in it. When it was boiled, she flung it on the poor girl's shoulder and gave her an axe in order that she might go on the frozen river, cut a hole in the ice, and rinse the yarn. She was obedient, went and cut a hole in the ice, and rinsed... Um, she was obedient, went and cut a hole... In the ice, and while she was in the midst of her cutting, a splendid carriage came driving up, in which sat the king. The carriage stopped, and the king and the king asked, "My child, who are you, and what are you doing here?" "I am a poor girl, and I am rinsing yarn." Then the king felt compassion, and when he saw that she was so very beautiful, he said to her. Will you go with? Will you go away with me? Ah, uh, uh, yes, with all my heart," she answered. For she was glad to get away from the mother and sister. So as she got into the carriage and drove away with the king, and when they arrived at his palace, the wedding was celebrated with great pomp, as the little men had granted the maiden. When a year was over, the young queen bore a son. And as the stepmother had heard of her great good fortune, she came with her daughter to the palace and pretended that she wanted to pay her a visit. Once, however, the king hung, had gone out and no one else was present. The wicked woman seized the queen by the head and her daughter seized her by the feet. And they lifted her out of the bed and threw her out the window into the stream which flowed by. Then the ugly daughter laid herself in the bed 
and the old woman covered her up over her head. When the king came home again and wanted to speak to his wife, the old woman cried, Hush, hush, that can't be now. She is lying in a violent perspiration. You must let her rest today. The king suspected no evil and did not come back again until next morning. And as he talked with his wife and she answered him with every word totally doubt, whereas his wife, whereas formerly a piece of gold had fallen out. Then he asked what that could be, but the old woman said that she had got that from the violent perspiration and would soon lose it again. During the night, however, the kitchen boy saw a duck come swimming up the gutter and it said, King, what are you doing? Are you awake or slumbering? And as he returned no answer, it said, And my guest, what about them? The kitchen boy said, uh, They are sleeping soundly too. Then it asked again, What of my little baby mine? And he answered, Asleep in a cradle. Then she went upstairs in the form of a queen, nursed the baby, shook up its little bed, covered it over, and then swam again down the gutter in the shape of a duck. She came thus for two nights. On the third, she said to the kitchen boy, Go and, go and tell the king to take his sword and swing it three times over me on the threshold. Then the, king, then the kitchen boy ran and told this to the king, who came with his sword and swung it thrice over the spirit. And, and at the third time, his wife stood before him strong, alive, and as healthy as she had been before. At this, the king was full of great joy, but he kept the queen hidden in the chamber until the Sunday when the baby was to be christened. And when it was christened, he said, What does a person deserve who drags another out of bed and throws him in the water? The, the, the wretch deserves better, answered the old woman, than to be taken and put in a barrel stuck full of nails and rolled downhill into the water. Then, said the king, you have pronounced your own sentence. And he ordered such a barrel to be brought and, he, and the old woman to be put in it with her daughter. And then the top was hammered on and the barrel rolled downhill until it went into the river. So that was the story of the three little men in the wood. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting having to read out loud with all those different characters, um, and a pretty lengthy story for just ab about uh, three pages, I guess. Um, all right, so thoughts about it? Wow. Um, I guess if you go back to the beginning when the uh, the man had to make a decision of whether or not to marry the woman. Uh, I guess one thing you can get out of that is that, you know, marrying somebody is a big decision and uh, not one to take lightly. Although um, it didn't really uh, work out for the man's daughter marrying that woman. 
so it wasn't necessarily a good decision that he made marrying her, but uh, I guess, yeah, something you could take out from that is, you know, to marry somebody is a big decision, and, uh, you know, that uh, will affect the rest of your life, uh, which it did in a way um, as related to his daughter. Um, so another thing to take out of that, um, I feel like I said this maybe the last episode, but treat people as you want to be treated, um, because, you know, it, things, you know, there's consequences for not treating people how you want to be treated. Like, okay, so, for example, the the man's daughter treated the elves with respect and, like, they were actual people and shared food with them. And, and so she, in return, she got back respect and, um, and uh, the elves shared uh, wishes for her. And, uh, you know, and then vice versa, the, the ugly stepsister, the, the woman's daughter, didn't treat them with respect, didn't treat them like people, just ignored them, um, and, uh, didn't share food with them, didn't help them sweeping snow. So, in, in return, um, she got back bad wishes, um, and, uh, that, you know, affected the rest of her life. And and then that also can apply, you know, treating people how you want to be treated, with how, um, you know, the 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 old woman and her daughter uh, threw the queen out of the window, and so they ended up getting punished for that uh, when the king found out what had happened, and uh, you know, so treat people how you want to be treated. There are consequences for treating people badly, uh, like what happened to the old woman and her daughter. Um, so, uh, those are the lessons that I, I got out of, uh, out of that. Treat people how you want to be treated and their consequences for, um, bad decisions, bad actions that you take. And, uh, yeah, so that was the 13th story in, the Grand's Complete Fairy Tales, and uh, we'll be back next time for the 14th story, which is titled The Three Spinners. <laughs>